In the New Testament book of Ephesians, Paul writes about a husband's role to lead in the home as Christ is the head of the church. And it's really crucial for a husband to recognize that kind of responsibility. Um, But what if he's not stepping up? What if he's not leading well? I'm John Fuller, along with Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. They're in charge of the Focus Marriage Team. Erin, you're a counselor. You talk to a lot of couples, and I wonder how common it is for a couple to end up uh, working with you because he's not leading my family well, or he's not my spiritual leader, or the mm-hmm. way I, he's not leading the way I want him to. Is that common? Yes, it oh. is. And what often happens is when a wife experiences her husband is not leading, then she takes over. And so then it's difficult for him to lead because where's the room for him to lead? That's an interesting dynamic, and I can see that playing out. I mean, we've had seasons where I was busy, and so Dina felt like she had to kind of step up, if you will. I've struggled, honestly, Mm -hmm. with what does spiritual leadership mean? Does that mean I do all the devotional things, or I do the reading, or I lead all the prayers? It's a hard one. Well, and it, it can be so much more than just spiritual headship. Um, does he help manage the finances? Does he help manage kids? Does he help her, you know, manage the household? You know, for example, I was just sitting with a couple and it was the most beautiful thing because the husband of 40 years talked about, I haven't led because I have felt like a total failure and a disappointment, not good enough. So mm-hmm. for me to step up and lead, like just between yeah. me and me wasn't going to happen. And what I saw his wife do was just beautiful because as they've been talking about what's really going on, she is looking for opportunities to allow him to lead her. So there was an incident to where she made a conscious choice to stay over in her yard and manage her and allowed him to make a decision about a trip. And he stepped up and did it. Hmm. And she just very graciously was like, you know, I, I didn't want to take over because that's what I always do. And I don't want to do that anymore. I want to see him have the opportunity to be successful. And she, she influenced the relationship. She with released that. and she allowed did. him to step up into an area where he was kind of avoiding that. Correct. Yeah, totally get that. Well, let's go ahead and hear more of a conversation that Focus President and broadcast host Jim Daly and I had with Dr. Julie Slattery. Uh, Julie was addressing some ways she's observed wives struggling with the kind of situation we've described. I want to get back on this just for a moment, but it feels like one of the greatest dilemmas, Julie, that a a woman can have is uh, that desire to take over. Mm -hmm. When there's a vacuum, I'm going to step in, whether it's the kids or whatever it might be. So that fear that you described ends up becoming control. Right. And that control is expressed by taking charge. Because if I can take charge, I can control the environment. Mm -hmm. Um, Speak to that. Sometimes that probably is needed. You know, part of me feels that way. Somebody's got to drive the ship. Right. And then in other ways, that could be so devastating to the relationship Mm -hmm. when you're seeking control out of fear. Yeah. I think we as women tend to put our husbands in a double bind. We say, I want you to lead, but I want you to lead the way I tell you to. And so it's this idea of a woman wants her husband to step up, but she doesn't trust him to do it right. And (laughs) People just laughed. The wives just laughed and said, exactly. You got me. Yeah. Yeah, And the husbands were like, that's how I feel. Like, and I did this as a wife, as a young wife, because 
I had a certain view of what leadership should look like in my home, and it wasn't Mike's personality. And so I would tell them how to lead, and I would end up being manipulative and controlling. And I wasn't happy, and he wasn't happy. Neither of us were thriving. And so some of it is really learning that if if I don't leave room for him to grow, and if I don't appreciate the ways he naturally does lead, we're going to just be in this cycle forever. Yeah. Neither of us and, will grow. And it's hard. I would think sometimes it's a measure of severity. Yeah. I mean, if the most severe were a 10, and this is critical to our marriage and to our family, and the other is a three, the discernment required there for a wife to say, okay, this is a mohill. It's mm-hmm. not a mountain. Right. It's a three. Right. So it doesn't matter. But I would think there are some things that might rise to eight, nine, ten. Hmm. Yeah. And in sure. that context, it's really about talking it over, I would think, with your husband to say, honey, this is this feels like a vacuum here. Yeah. And I don't want to step in. I feel like it's yours to lead us. I mean, how do you, dis- well, it's that discernment. Well, I. I want to clear, get a clarification on okay. what you're talking about. When you talk about something being a 7, 8, 9, or 10, are you talking about like a crisis situation well, or I a guy that I, won't lead you know, in I'm anything? I'm just trying to think of in a woman's heart when, I guess a good one for Jean and I would be, as an example, would be spiritual training of the children. Okay. Now, I would do that, driving them to school, mm-hmm. and I would use elements around me. It was on the go. We had two boys. So I would do this on the go. Gene wanted kind of a formal 7 to 7.30 experience where we have 10 minutes of praise music and 10 minutes of of discussion and Q&A and then five minutes of prayer. Yeah. Very formal. Right. And I was trying to say, I feel like I'm doing the job, but I'm doing it differently than you would have it. Now, she and her, I think that's a 10 for a mom. Yeah. Are the kids getting spiritual training right. that's adequate? Um, and for a dad, it may not be quite that high because it's part of just living life together and doing life together. But but the key is, are you engaging with them spiritually? Not just are you engaging with them the way that your wife would want to. And that's how, right. that's how I had to learn. Like, I'm more that formal, like, right. Mike, can you do family devotions? And he's just not, he's never been like that. But the way he's discipled the boys are more, is more in the moment. Right. Um, yeah. So I I don't know that it's a crisis. I guess it's a crisis defined by the wife. Yeah. You know, this is causing so, me pain. So fear. there's really there's really a couple different issues here. First of all, is it just that you don't like the way your husband's leading or the way your husband's providing, that sort of thing, versus is he just not even doing it? And that's where it's really a desperation issue. If mm-hmm. There are wives that are married to somebody who, like, all they ever do is play video games all day or won't get off their phone to help parents, or uh, won't get a job. That's where I would say you've got a real crisis, and you need to step in and acknowledge that crisis. It can't continue like that. But I think far too many times, it's not that our husband isn't doing the work, it's that we don't like the way he's doing it. Well, Greg, following up on that conversation with Julie, what are some practical ways that you might encourage husbands to step up and be the leader, even if it's a little bit awkward? Yeah, the leadership isn't simply making decisions. So if Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, I just need to be more assertive around decisions now, that's not leadership. You know, I would say first and foremost, lead by growing closer to the Lord. The closer you grow, are to the Lord, the the stronger your leadership's going to be, the safer your leadership's going to be. You know, things like financially providing for your family, you know, protecting, you know, your wife, your kids from both external and internal 
threats. You know, it's spiritually connecting. So part of leadership is me thinking, am, am I initiating praying together with Aaron? Or am I just waiting for her maybe to ask? Am I making sure that we're going to church together? Or am I grumbling, you know, Sunday morning going, well, let's just skip and you know, that, that's a part of leadership. There's attitude uh, is what I'm hearing totally. you say. Lead with a good attitude, a Christ-like attitude. That and in, in pursue and in, in initiate certain behaviors like repairing conflict. I mean, you want to be a great leader of your family? Initiate when you've had hard conversations, when conflict has taken place, step up. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't wait for your wife to somehow maybe reconvene you guys to have a conversation, you say, you know what, boy, that was, I didn't like that at all. Could we repair that? that, That's a huge part of leading, you know, sacrificing. You know, we're we're called as husbands to love our wife as Christ loved the church. That's Mm -hmm. all about sacrificing for our spouse, you know, making sure that we're having fun. You know, that's what a wonderful way to lead. Be playful. Make sure you're having some date nights together and you're doing things to create fun. And, and it, all that to say that it's not purely about, oh, I just have to make decisions. It's looking for what's important within our marriage that keeps our marriage healthy. How can I make sure that I'm the one leading out mm-hmm. on making sure that we're doing those things? Yeah, that's good. And uh, we'd like to encourage you to take our free marriage assessment. Uh, More than a million people have taken that and found it invaluable in terms of um, understanding where they're at as a couple and how to take some next steps, how to grow together. And so uh, our free online marriage assessment is linked in the show notes. Uh, Invest a few minutes of your time, and I know you'll uh, benefit from what you get back out of that assessment and its recommendations. And then uh, we want to lift up Julie's book, Finding the Hero in Your Husband. It's a terrific resource and has great ideas to encourage your husband uh, practically and spiritually, and uh, that's available for a gift to the ministry of any amount. Uh, Join the support team with a monthly pledge or one-time gift, and uh, you'll find all the details to get that book in the show notes. We'll hear from Chris and Jenny Graby next time discussing how to get out of a rut in your relationship. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and our entire team, Thanks for joining us. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.